welcome to the After Dinner Leadership Podcast. This season of episodes, we thought we'd include some shorter, bite-sized chunks that you could devour in just 10-15 minutes. And we'll take a, an excerpt from one of the previous episodes in our extensive archive and bring it to the forefront and see how relevant it is today and hopefully open up some thoughts that would be helpful. And for this a particular throwback. We're going to go back to February 2022, so nearly two years ago, to episode 23 of the podcast. And uh, in that episode, I met with one of my old colleagues, Johnny Limpus, a very good friend, and really enjoyed working with Johnny and learning from him uh, over the few years that we worked together. And one of the things that I discovered as we were chatting and as we were traveling to different clients is that he and his wife came up with a word of the year and we would either be in an airport terminal or a sauna or in a swimming pool somewhere and just chatting after doing a hard day's work and he we would discuss this word of the year what was his word of the year what's what, what was mine going to be or what was it and explore how are we getting on with that i really enjoyed those conversations they're very rich and Jody's a great um challenging coach as a colleague kind of pushing me into slight discomfort into each of those conversations which i uh, really appreciate uh, even more now actually and so in this episode I'll, I'll talk about what my word of the year is going to be for 2024 but we've got a short clip of him talking about the process that he goes through and i'd like to share that with you and then we'll ex examine some of the elements that he raises so let's listen to johnny's insight on how he chooses a word of year and why that's important to him each year we've had a word of the year and initially we had our word and then i had my word and she had her word we wanted to create together we loved this idea of being a partnership and creating together and i guess it gave us alignment on how we were going to create that year so we had home build gratitude and it's never been what you've expected oh my word in the year of gratitude i think victoria lost her mother in that year Yes. Uh, in the year of home, we it took us two years to move house. Build's probably been the one word that's gone a bit more to plan. Um, it, it's amazing how you can have simplicity and complexity in the same discipline. The word of the year is not something you want now. I think I used to have words of the year, which were very much aspirational. I want this thing in my life. Whereas now mm. it's like, okay, let's go into that world and have a look at that world because we're happy, we're complete as we are. But this chapter, we're going to play in this world as it were. Great. So there's a few things there I'd like to pick apart, and particularly this last element of exploring more of this world, you know, choosing a word, thinking of it as a destination, but also a place to discover and a place of learning, I think is a really interesting point. So Johnny and I, it's like there's an aspirational element to it that you want to grow, you want to be better, but there's also a place of discovery. And if you think about as I've been thinking about this uh, and you're choosing a word, um, if you, maybe if you take Johnny's words, exploring more of this world, well, what that means, some form of travel is involved and you know, where are you going to travel to this year in that, in that word, in that topic uh, to understand it more deeply in your life and what it means for you. you when you choose something really resonant, it can make a big difference to uh, the discovery that you can, you can have there. And uh, also, uh, as I was reflecting on this, who holds the passport to you be able to go to those different places? 
you know, inevitably the, you are a passport holder there, but are you allowing yourself to travel into those spaces to, to learn those things and to help them to enrich your life and being able to you know, travel to different destinations as a consequence? And how will you capture these travels? You know, when I go on holiday, we take photos and I write a little journal of places we've gone to. And it was nice we're choosing out a holiday for this year and being able to reflect on some of the places we've gone to because of that kind of archive and some of the things that we learned uh, can help affect uh, the holiday choices we want in the future, for example. As an example, it is an imperative that the place I stay in this year has air conditioning because last year it did not and I could not sleep for about a week because the room room was way too hot. Anyway, these are, I thought this idea of it not just being an aspiration or something that you want to get in the year, but actually something you're going to learn, I thought was a really good discovery point. Sorry, a really good emphatic point that Johnny made in that clip. If I transition now and think about the word of the year that I've chosen for this year and the process of that, I start thinking about this usually around the December time, knowing that there's going to be a, a transition into a new word. And I will write down different ideas sometimes on my iPad or in my notebook um, of different thoughts that are on my mind in terms of where my focus might be. This is to complement the goal setting process at large, but I found this kind of thematic point works really well for me. And and then, of course, as you start that process, you're more attuned to picking up signals. You hear someone speak or you might read something in literature, overhear a conversation. The trigger point for this year's word for me was I was at a funeral in December for a friend of mine, um, a guy called John. And his son was speaking and giving a lovely tribute to his father's life. And it was just very moving and really lovely point. And this, I was got this sense of closeness between them. That now they, uh, his son lived in America. He lived in Cambridge, so they weren't physically close, but you got this sense of being close together. And that kind of triggered some thoughts when I was in this funeral, which is important. And I land the the word I landed on as a consequence was proximity, as a word for the year. And I'm not going to go into all of the details for that. Some that's personal. I'd like to keep it that way. But the word. Proximity um, not just focuses on work, but it's a word of the year for me that, that covers things outside of work as well. So it does apply in terms of relationships I want within my team at work, but also thinking about certain clients and wanting to improve the, the depth of relationship and the proximity that they feel for the work that I'm doing and doing with my team. But then it's outside of work. It also applies to my family and members of my family, my friends and my faith. And and these are all aspects of kind of spiritual aspects of my life as well as the social aspects of my life. And I've got little threads of each of those strands that are going to be important for me for this year. But in the spirit of Johnny's point, in terms of exploring it's also about what will I learn about closeness and relative distances between me in the relationships that I have is something I'm really interested to discover throughout this year. And just a quick example, I was in a conversation with a, a friend of mine. He's an older man. He's in his 80s. And I was talking to him about the film One Life. I've been to see this with my dad and, and my wife. And it's a great film. Um, Anthony Hopkins plays the lead role. 
and it's talking about the kinder transport, uh, the turn of the Second World War, 1938-39. They rescued these children, hundreds of children from Czechoslovakia. It's a really inspiring story. I found it very moving. And I'm talking to, to my friend Ian about this, and, and uh, he found it quite interesting. He knew he had some connections to some children of the original children that tra- traveled. Anyway, a week later, we were speaking again. He just dropped into a, and, and then sent me a message. He doesn't really like go. I'd like to see the movie, but doesn't like going to the cinema alone. Now, I would probably trigger off that anyway, but possibly even because I've got this focus, I thought, do you know what? Why don't I go to the cinema with him? <laughs> and I'd love to see the film again. And it'd be great to take him there too. So I think this kind of idea of proximity and closeness also influences day-to-day decisions perhaps inconsequential in the big picture, but important to me within this week. So it's interesting how that compass point, that bearing can be a a really helpful thing in just day-to-day decision-making around, right, is this aligned with this this thing that I've said is going to be important to me to this year? What will I discover as a consequence of bringing that word closer and peeking at it from different angles, trying to understand it more deeply? And I invite you to to choose a word for the year and just explore it. See if it's a process that you think would be helpful. And if you already do that, perhaps there's something around using it as a word to discover, not as a word just to aspire towards, but see the learning that can come that perhaps you don't achieve um, the aspirational elements of it, but you get more depth and breadth of understanding in the way that you apply that in your life. Anyway, these are some musings. Hope they're helpful to you. And I encourage you to to find that word of the year for you and take Johnny's advice to make it a word of discovery. There's a whole new world there to find out about stuff. I'm sure there's some really interesting learning. You let me know what your word of the year is and I'll put it in my bank for ideas for the future. Wish you all the best of success and that you continue to find purpose in the work that you do and in your life.